0: Hey, what's good? We back at it with 31 Days of Big Neil as we go through 31 Proverbs. What we have done over the last couple of days is uh, combine uh, the core of this chapter with two chapters per episode simply because there's a lot of redundancy because majority of the core, the middle part of Proverbs are assorted sayings. There are sort of sayings that, that talk about um, unequal weights, not being lazy, taking care of your taking care of your business when you can, things of that nature, and being wise, stay away from folly and making bad decisions. So, to not be redundant with everyone, we decide to combine a couple of them just to be uh, coherent. So today we're talking about chapters 20 and 21. We've been going along very well. And one thing that stuck out to chapter 20, that stuck out to chapter 21 to me was verse 5. Chapter 20, verse 5, it said, The purpose in a man's heart is like deep water, but a man of understanding will draw it out. To me, this spoke largely to the fact that um, purpose needs to be identified. And there is purpose in each individual's life but the purpose is a purpose in a man's heart is like a deep water which means you got to do some diligent and intentional searching to find it okay and if you're like me I don't like big masses of water I don't like going into the ocean like that didn't even like being by Lake Erie when I was in Cleveland that's where I'm from but being in Florida, if I go to the east or the west, or even to the south, a couple of a couple of hours or forty-five minutes to Daytona, an hour to Tampa, I'm slapping to the ocean, and it's a lot of water. There's <laughs> a lot of stuff in that water too. When I, when I drive down to Miami, or Naples, or, or Fort Myers, you see, you know, the effects of living on the coast and the water. And it's a beautiful thing to see, but it can be dangerous. But there are a lot of people who, who live on the seas, or on the coast, and they go deep water fish. And I have enjoyed it, but it, it takes my breath away to see how much how much water that is out there and how deep it is and how strong it is. But the people who go down there and they search, they scuba dive, they find stuff, they go treasure hunt down there and they find stuff. They can only get down there through a certain process. I am not going down there even with the right tools, because I wouldn't know what to do. I wouldn't know how to scuba dive, I wouldn't know how to search, I wouldn't know what to look out for or how or, or what to do. I don't understand how it works down there. I don't understand how it works in the water, but I could and I can understand with time, efforts, and training. And that's what I believe this verse to, to me. The purpose in a man's heart is like a deep water, but a man, but a man of understanding will draw it out. There is something in this water, in that water that's for you, specifically. And in, in, in my mind, the purpose of this deep water is life. But it's going to take some time to and some effort and the method to get it out. What's the method? Prayer, fasting, understanding, submission to God's wills, commitment to being a disciple. You know? It's going to, and, and it's not just going to come out because even... If you've seen that movie Titanic, I don't know anybody who hasn't seen Titanic, you realize even getting the jewels and getting stuff out the, out the bottom of the ocean takes uh, intense, intense effort. Sometimes it's like that, but with God, we're able to do it. But we also have to keep it in mind. We have to have, I uh, have to be honest and integral about what we're doing and how we're doing it. And from our integrity, we'll be able to gain a whole lot of things. For instance, um, let's go down to verse seven. The righteous who walks in his integrity, blessed are his children after him. I like that because integrity is integrity is definitely a lifestyle. And to me, when you connect your purpose and you walk in your life and you walk your life in purpose, it, it is quite contagious and it does build a legacy. But through chapter 20, that is not the main topic or theme through it. There is no theme in chapter 20. But there are a couple of things that stuck out to me, and that was one of them. One thing I can say that I believe that popped out that's different than the other core chapters that we saw, the purpose and uh, in pursuing purpose and identifying purpose in one's life. Um, twice in verse 10, he talks about unequal weights and unequal measures are both like an abomination to the Lord. And in verse 23 we see unequal weights are right, about the Lord, and false scales are not good. Unequal well, weights and false scales can be looked at as something as being um how you say? I want to get this right. I don't want to say the wrong thing. Weights, false weights, and false measures. Um, I'm trying to get the right, honest scales, being honest, because what happens with a lot of people, a lot of things. We weigh certain things at home differently than how we weigh them out in public. All right. God is God everywhere, and I have preached this before that we can only have we only have one harvest. So what you do at home and what you do on the streets should be aligned because if what you do at home is not what you do out in the streets and vice versa, you're only going to reap one harvest. So that's not honest scales and honest weights because don't tell me you allow your husband or your wife to do certain things and then you go ahead and preach and tell other folks that they shouldn't do it themselves. It's hypocritical. So that stuck out to me as well. Okay? Uh, all to say that when we, once again, when we, read, when we read Proverbs, we are reading book of principles and not prophecy, prayers, and poems. We are reading about how the foundation of a thing needs to be set properly and effectively so we can have a successful and productive life with Christ, walking with God. So as you go through these, once again, be mindful that some will not connect with the next uh, 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 sentence or next, next verse as the previous one but they will make sense in time. And as you learn from your own experiences and learn from other, and other experiences from other folk life, you will realize and understand how these words of wisdom impact our lives one day at a time. All right. That's it for chapter 21. Please go back and read it uh, and, we'll, and catch us. If you have any comments, questions or concerns, catch us in chapter 21. Peace. Yo, yo, we're going to keep going right into chapter 21. Chapter 21. Once again, there's a assorted sayings, but there are a couple of things that pop out. Uh, again, that uh, I think calls for some attention. That's verse 9 and verse 19. Verse 9, chapter 21, verse 9, it says, It is better to live in a corner of the housetop than in a house shared with a quarrelsome woman. Quarrelsome wife, excuse me. And then again, it goes back in verse 19. It is better to live in a desert land than with a quarrelsome and fretful woman a contentious wife oh uh, listen knowing who to marry is vital and i want to be clear about this as i've been very clear about this before another arenas getting married and having a wedding are two separate entities two different things a wedding gets to celebrate a marriage the wedding is not the marriage and the and the marriage is not predicated upon the wedding but if you marry a contentious wife or a spouse who is contentious man you, you you just signed up for some for, for some rough days okay it is it, it, just not good it is just not good at all so you can make the decision you know or you can stop the path from that decision and do something else Get a divorce, separate, get, get wisdom, get training, do whatever is needed to be better. Chapter 21 is a little different, well, not that much different uh, than the other assorted sayings. Again, it talks about being lazy. And one thing it does talk about in verse 23, and I'll read it real quickly. Whoever keeps his mouth and his tongue keeps himself out of trouble. Now, one thing that as King Solomon does a lot, he talks about... From chapters 10 through I believe 26, 22, 29. Um, We're not there yet, but I read, of course, I read ahead. Um, King Solomon talks a lot about watching your mouth and guarding your tongue. It's a very frequent topic. 20% of the chapters, 20% of the chapters to deal with it. Okay? He even tells to, to. He even talks about to some point. Even being quiet, not even saying some things. Okay, because it's very important that we realize that life and death is in the power of the tongue, and some of the things we do are predicated upon the things that we say, because we have laid out our own footsteps, our own path by the things that we have said. You know, so we have to be mindful, of the word, the world we create with our words. So, 21, I I, I ask you, I beseech you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to go read chapter 21 as well to get some wisdom. Um, Again, it talks about not loving pleasures. Verse 17 says, whoever loves pleasure will be a poor man. He who loves wine and oil will not be rich. This could be uh, referred to in some points, in some perspectives as addiction. Someone who's an alcoholic, someone who just loves the, the, the pleasure of loves the pleasure of many things, It'd be the pleasure of lust, love the pleasure of other women, and the pleasure of other men, of the pleasure of drinking and doing drugs, just being lazy. Pleasure can be fulfilled with so many different things in life. Y'all have different pleasures. We are, we are all different. We are not the same. But the principle is: whoever loves pleasure will be a poor man. So be mindful of what brings you too much pleasure or what you allow to bring you much pleasure, okay? So go back and read through it once again. We're going through the core of the chapter of, of the book of Proverbs, and we are almost to 22, and then 22 and 23, it takes a little, a little a little, shift, a little shift, and we'll get there because we are almost done with this chapter. We'll go on to whatever the Lord has to go on to next. Um uh, verse thirty, and one leaves with that: no wisdom, no understanding, no counsel can avail against the Lord. And it ends in thirty-one: the horse is made ready for the day of battle, but the victory belongs to the Lord. Not too often, or throughout throughout the book of Proverbs, very suddenly, seldomly do we hear King Solomon refer to God in any other way outside of submitting to Him, and acknowledging Him, and working for Him, and serving Him. But to know that he says no wisdom, no understanding, no counsel can avail against the Lord. Let us know all the more who is the one who sits on the throne in his life and above all things. So go back and read it. Gain some wisdom, gain some knowledge. Pray over any other the scriptures pop out to you or stand out to your heart, mind, or soul. Got any questions, comments, or concerns as usual? So hit us up by chapter 21. We're going to keep it moving, keep it rocking, keep it rolling. God bless you. Peace.